said only 17% of borrowers go back to the What's called the berry button, the red button that I hit. Hey, remember that? Right? We are mitigating our way through some technical difficulties, but it's going to be fine because today's show, we have the master of text messaging herself, Miss Aru Anavekar. How are you, Aru? <laughs> Very uncomfortable with being the master, or so we'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> You are the master texter, right? I mean, this is this is your this is your forte, right? So I mean, hopefully we'll dive a little bit into that a little second here. But absolutely. So Aru, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I mean, I know this is your first time here. And by the way, congratulations, congratulations for forty under forty for the National Mortgage Professional Magazine. Am I accurate about that? Yes. Thank you. And yeah, was about to hit forty, and I'm so glad I made it in. <laughs> I've been I've been begging them to do the 50 over 50 so I could make the list. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we all have our list. <laughs> so next next yeah, next time let me nominate. <laughs> <laughs> so Aru, I didn't know this till I started getting ready for the show with you that you and your husband Ramu, you guys co-founded Bot Splash. So I yes. never never connected the dots yes. on that. So we, I want to kind of start off with yeah, that real quick. Is like, mm -hmm. what, you guys like get married and then start Bot Splash or started Bot Splash, met and then got married? We've been married for, I don't know how many years. It's definitely double digits. Um, we started <laughs> Bot Splash. He started Bot Splash. Let me, let me say that. We started Bot Splash together and there was a time where the product and business side of me was so ingrained in it and he wanted to do more technology side. So 2017, I was all in and I'll not say he was put aside, but he, he moved on to manage entirely the technology side of things. So um, we started it together, but as of today, it's, it's my single baby and I'll, I, I call the shots. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> Because I noticed that because he's like the CTO and you're the CEO. Mm -hmm. And I was yes. like, look at Aru, man. She's making some power plays here. I mean, you're like like just taking the mantle, right? I mean, you're like, hey, this is my baby. Just like you said. I mean, is that something that, I mean, is that something learned or is that something that's in instinctually within you or how did that come about like that? Um, I would say at this time, having run this so far successfully, I've seen my dad, who was a businessman, uh, run things, make things happen in business. It was definitely maybe somewhere hidden in me. Um, my career as a technology tech lead, as well as a product manager, have all been indirectly influencing people and managing people. So it wasn't something new. It, it was, what are the challenges for the day? How do we get through them? Uh, what are the people problems or or what's the biggest top three priorities for the day? How we, how do we tackle them? So it's not come easy. Each day has been an experience, but mm -hmm. could not have structured it or had it in any other different way. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff there. So let's take a few steps back because before Bot Splash, 
I mean, you are, I guess, from what I read, you're kind of North Carolina based. You you went you went to Wake Forest University, mm-hmm. right? So you go to Wake Forest University, you get your degree, you wake up one morning and you I really like the mortgage industry and I should get into it. <laughs> Is that about right? Okay, kind of. So let's let's go back. Um, before Wake Forest, I did go to UNC Greensboro, Charlotte. Um, I took a computer science. So I started mm-hmm. in technology. I did five years um, hands-on coding, tech lead, all those things. And one fine day, I did wake up saying, who are these people that call the shots and call themselves as product? I mm-hmm. give them what they need. They come back next day morning and change everything. So I got curious about, let's let's learn business. Um, mm. Let's learn, let's, let's understand the business side of things. So I did go back, get my MBA from Wake Forest University uh, and came back, transitioned my position from being technology heavy to business heavy, moved on to the product management side, and definitely hit a point. By then, I was already in mortgage. It was 10 years, lending tree. I was exposed to mortgage, could see the things that are in mortgage. Right. Came up with Bot Splash as, as an idea in 2016, started working on it uh, with self-interest. And I promised myself, not going to do mortgage. Like it, it doesn't make sense. There's so many other things to do. Let's do it. And when I started full-time with Bot Splash in 2017, the first Monday I woke up, I have I was already missing mortgage. I'm like, oh my God, there are so many, so many problems to solve in mortgage. There is no other wow. industry as this. There's so many consumer issues. There's so many lender, like loan officer issues. If we can be that one platform that makes consumer experience extremely happy, like whatever, even Mm. one percent is extremely happy from where we were three, four years ago. And if we can be that platform for those loan officers, processors and agents to love what they are coming to each day, um, that that's what started me coming back into uh, lending and said, let's let's pitch this platform that we have building to the consumer direct lenders and that's how the journey started so, so I mean, i've i've always been in this so the passion for mortgages i mean that's that's deep within you that i mean obviously there's something that stirred you to into the mortgage arena because obviously look i mean you're not doing the mortgages yourself you're yep. facilitating a product to help our industry do more units stay more engaged with customers that kind of stuff so there That's must right. be something that, that, what was that? Do you, do you, do you, can you define it or do you know it? Or what do you think? The, is, whole, is that one, yeah. Yeah. the whole why to it would be, you might, I guess, 10 years ago when the whole digital mortgage started being a fancy term and everybody had to do digital mortgage, that scope was still limited to somebody agreeing to lock and mm-hmm. forward. Nobody ever thought about what the experience should be pre-lock. What happens when a lead gets into the system? What happens from a lead to a complete app? What happens from a lead to a complete app to a lock and then the closing? So when I saw the opportunity that people were happy with the industry standard of, oh, 2% conversion, 14% lead to app, like 30% lead to lock or all these terms as like, why aren't people going towards 100%? 
if there is a consumer out there, even if they are matched to multiple lenders or even if they reached out to multiple people, when that call mm -hmm. comes in or an inquiry, inbound inquiry comes in, why can't you take it to the finish line? If you're dropping because of regulations and disqualifications, that's completely different. But being okay sure. to buy 100 leads and just close two and still have those 98 valid, but you dropped off because the caller didn't pick up or the caller calls in and you've shut off your shop at 5.30, nobody on your team is available. I wanted to concentrate on that and say, because that's the most return in value. Your, your employees, loan officers are happy. You are happy as an enterprise. Yeah. Not only are you buying what you're buying, you're closing more and making yourself affordable to buy more. Um, I think when we got into the industry, the biggest question was, how many people can we lay off? Like, how small can my team be to use Bot Splash? And I was like, mm -hmm. let's test it out and see. And they realized you don't have to shrink your team with Bot Splash. You get to grow. You get to grow in a sizable amount because you're churning more with one platform. So, I mean, really, the underlying thing that I'm hearing, right, is the engagement platform. That Bot mm -hmm. Splash really is an engagement platform. I mean, what you just said, I mean, the, just the way my head was... Like I'm trying to interpret in my head, right? So for me, if I can engage the borrower's pre-phone call, you know what I mean, pre-whatever that moment is. So in, in other words, they're almost expecting me to call them. Yes, or they are coming inbound to you. They are coming when they are available and ready to have that call with you. If you are not available on the other side, it's a lost deal. You calling them blindly at a time where it suits your schedule, is mm -hmm. not the time that they are available. Uh, and that's the pretty much what we learned, like consumers and pretty fast after when COVID hit, consumers were available after hours because they all had jobs. They were working from home. They just did not have the time to spend, but they all needed that loan. There's nobody out there who fills out a request saying, I need help with my mortgage and I don't care to close it or I don't care to take a call. Everybody wants to take that call, but at their convenience. So do, we do, were able to help these lenders become more efficient to take inbound than being outbound. Do you, do you I mean, like when the when sometimes when, when like a, someone fills out a form, sometimes they do it by accident. Feels like like they weren't really expecting the phone to start ringing. You know, I know like when I was shopping for my daughter's car last spring or whatever we went to some website i think it was true car i didn't know right i was like okay they're gonna give me a certificate for a good price i'll go get the car i'll you know what i mean and next thing i know my phone's like blowing up with all these car dealerships <laughs> like trying to sell me a car i didn't expect it right i'm in the mortgage business you think i would have expected that but i didn't mm -hmm. i assume that there's borrowers like that how does i mean how do you overcome that challenge when, when you're trying to create that cycle of outbound calls or inbound calls, sorry, inbound calls coming in? So that's a very strategic decision between our, like among the leadership of our clients and, and their internal teams. When they see the lift, like, well, when they see the lifts are coming in after hours or they would like to chat or make that phone call happen at 11 p.m. or even later, 
but we don't have to hold that lead until 8 a.m. till the morning for TCPA mm-hmm. rules to kick in. When they see those patterns happening, they realize outbound calls hitting them time and again might not be the best strategy. Dial down and see what happens if you take that f- immediate phone call down by five minutes. Is the engagement on text responses going to go higher, or are because we sent a link on that text, are borrowers going to go online and start engaging through the web chat? Because maybe they are in a meeting, maybe they are doing a podcast with Fobi, but they can on the side respond back through chat. So that's that's some of the tests that we ran, and and you can get a clear picture of what are optimal times to call, uh, what times should you make your agents available on different channels. So with the new like rules that you're talking about, because I know that the they're getting tighter and tighter with the text messages. I know even with my phone call, I was just actually looking at it. I have this thing called Robo Blocker or something like that, mm-hmm. and it identifies potential spam call or potential this. You know what I mean? And it tells me like I don't need to answer it, or or it'll screen the calls. So is those are the kind of rules that, that are a hindrance for a company like BotSplash in the industry? Or I mean, or is there ways to navigate around that? Industry, absolutely, I would say is a hindrance because those are that many calls that you're not able to make. Uh, it works in a advantageous way for us because not only are we sending that text message on your behalf or the client's behalf, but those text messages are all enabled with phone calls for inbound. So if a borrower decides to call, it will take them directly either to the agent that they are assigned to or to the call center, whatever is configured for that for that route. So that's another way where when the borrower wants to call, like borrower doesn't have rules. They could call in the middle of the night. Like they sure. don't have TCPA rules on them. It's it's only on the businesses. You can't call the borrower no matter what the borrower says. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it, it helps us for sure. Um, and it, it, it helps our clients because you can have a strict do not call rule, which maybe the loan officer that is online via chat tells the borrower, I'm, I cannot call because of some of the rules. Mm-hmm. My outbound dialing is completely shut down, but I can take a call. Call me, call me over this line. The other advantage it, it gives is because all these are recorded at one place, you know what all happened for that engagement of that borrower. And when you bring all this data over months and years together, you can see the trends that your borrowers are adopting. Uh, you, you'll see cyclical, so, you, yeah, good. I just wanna take this, because now what I'm thinking is, like I was talking to somebody else about this just the other day, like using WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, you know I mean? These kind of platforms seem to be a workaround around certain rules. Is that accurate or is that inaccurate? Absolutely. And that's why people have to venture out on these different channels. Um, the way I way I usually say is just don't post on the walls. Like make windows on those walls. Let 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 the air come in. Let your revenues come in. Um, so making posts interactive so that they turn like in a Facebook, making it interactive so that they start engaging with the messenger rather than just sending them out to a landing page uh, is is 
not going to be much important. But if you have a chat on that landing page or through the messenger, they could browse for rates. That's going to give so much inbound traffic. Um, and I wouldn't call completely free, but to some extent, if you know to create some kind of a virality or followers traffic to your Facebook page, or even if you're using Google business messages the right way, there are ways you can drive your right. own traffic. So what's your favorite social media platform? LinkedIn. I got to keep selling. So <laughs> How often are you on LinkedIn? Like throughout the day? I mean, are you checking in in the morning, in the night, or is it like all throughout the day sporadically? It depends uh, between my meetings maybe, but uh, more so if I'm, if I'm sitting idle with my phone, that's probably the only app I'm on. I've got, so I've no got Facebook, you and no Facebook at all. Not much. Yeah. Wow. So LinkedIn, do you think is, is it because it's business to business? It's many things. It's to some extent, it's become the source of news for me. Who's doing what, how things are going, what's catching up in the industry. Um, even, even some mm -hmm. of the podcasts, right? It, it helps listen and understand what's going out there. Uh, so that's that's one thing. I do have what, some... What's your favorite podcast? What's your favorite podcast? How do I say what this podcast is that I'm on? So yeah, <laughs> starting today because I'm on it. Absolutely. Love, lend, and eat. This, this is what it would be. But um, no, Perfect. you that's and Dr. Tuesdays, right? Like, yeah, those are the two I absolutely follow. Uh, but outside okay. of that, just the content of it is is so so good. Okay, good. No, no, I mean it's it's always interesting to me because, look, we 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 have a lot of CEOs come on the show, and I know that most CEOs are so swamped. I mean, and and, and I, it's like nine out of ten times they're only interacting on LinkedIn, though. Very few I've seen go on to Facebook or uh, you mean or Instagram or God, I mean TikTok is like way out. Forget about it, right? I don't even have TikTok, no Instagram, no Snap. Facebook maybe once a month just to uh -huh. make sure it doesn't disable me. Uh, so that, that might be the only reason I'll, I'll log into Facebook. Uh, yeah, LinkedIn probably. I, I do have a few tech ones that I follow, um, similar to Reddit. But outside of that, yeah. I don't Bob do Splash LinkedIn on a, weekends. Okay. Now, but I, I don't try, do LinkedIn. I try. On, yeah, I, try to. I, try to, <laughs> I try to shut down LinkedIn on the weekends myself. Yep. Um, so Bot Splash does have a presence though on Facebook as a company page, I believe, right? Yes, we do have presence in Insta, Twitter, Facebook, um, yeah, LinkedIn. So does that mean that I mean, as a company, it's okay to engage on Facebook, or is it better to engage as a company on LinkedIn? You're going to have your presence everywhere. That's that's the need and must. Um, as you said, maybe there's there's a branch that needs help with getting more leads from Facebook. So having a presence everywhere is very important. And this is what we even work with our clients and say, if your loan officer wants to have their personalized page, just have it. Like if they want to drive their own traffic and are comfortable doing it, 
make so or even the branch pages mm-hmm. or if each individual branch feels like they have the enough network to target a particular facebook group or help out a particular facebook group by being like home consultant mortgage consultants and that home ends up being as a mortgage business that's not bad to have so yeah absolutely tiktok we've not ventured yeah. but maybe I mean, soon so, no promises i mean look i got to i got to be honest with you i have been going crazy on tiktok the last couple of months um in fact i know john or jp his grandson thinks i'm some kind of celebrity now because of, of the, he follows me on tiktok or something and so you know these i'm i know i'm hitting the younger group so at, at, in about 20 years when they're ready to buy a house they i'm going to be their loan officer right when i'm about to retire <laughs> the good news hey, is that we worked till the last day <laughs> the demographics of tiktok are are pretty fascinating and i'm seeing more and more people migrate into tiktok in the last couple of weeks last couple of i mean months more than four i've seen on tiktok and they're more it's almost like the takeover of tiktok by the older generation is starting to happen again just like i saw on facebook a couple of years ago and it's it's an interesting point you make because we keep um discussing with some of our clients that do like reverse mortgage and they are like reverse folks are never going to text back they are never going to use like a web chat and what we found during covid is they ended up using a lot because as you were isolated from your family everybody adopted yeah. to texting facetime ipads so they well, have yeah they have they have become very comfortable using technology and as you mentioned with tiktok it's that nature of maybe your child from school somewhere gets exposed but as a parent and as a business owner sometimes you're intrigued mm-hmm. to say if nike is having something there i am a business owner maybe it's something i should explore um i think being business owner one thing is you cannot shut off and have judgments that something will not work for you uh you, you got to try you have mm. to be there um you might it might not work out for you but you have to have your presence there for sure clubhouse is another thing never tried it out I know I said don't mm, be judgmental not a big, but not a, I, not a big, okay not, not a we are we are on the same here. page then yeah there's only yeah, that I, many I things clubhouse. I can put through my ears <laughs> yeah i mean i i tried clubhouse and i think at the peak it was like you know i mean i felt i was feeling left out like uh, i'm not understanding this what what am i mi- and now i think they're they're from what i'm hearing their participation is down almost 40 to 60% so Glad i think it was i'm not on yeah <laughs> and look I mean I'm sure a lot of people did well on it for a while you know what I mean but it's one of those things where so you, you you said something here that's pretty interesting when the younger generation starts seeing like especially with a company like your tech company right it seems like you guys have to be more in tune with the younger generation as if you see something happening do you want to be ahead of it do you want to like follow it do you want to adopt it or are you going to remain curious because i like the fact that you're not being judgmental so if you're not being judgmental you have to be curious so is that curious the way, way sure. you're approaching right curious and i'll say we we execute fast i'm not saying execute everything without strategy but like for a simple example 
you know the loan officers are of a much younger generation as more hires keep happening in the last two years everybody's expanded multiple mul multiplied their team size it's a different story what happens this mm -hmm. year but you know these are fresh grads from college one of the things we implemented last year was the dark mode i don't know if you use dark mode on any of your platforms but that was one thing if if we introduced dark mode the tendency that these folks that are going to be on bot splash might feel a little bit more comfortable because they are looking at the screen all the time so even these minute small things right so we want to execute and we want to execute fast does dark mode bring me the marketing ammunition that i need saying hey only platform in mortgage texting plus dark mode no it does not but those are the tiny minor things which we being a technology focused company want to bring bring to the generation and when i say it gives us so much joy when we read some of these reviews and feedbacks from loan officers like praising what they use it makes us extremely proud like someone's coming in to use and have a good 8 hours or 10 hours or whatever time they they should be having on our platform so mm -hmm. um yes we are always curious always trying to see what's out there and that's why in 2020 when when the world was all shutting down we had a proof of concept for video chat on the platform yeah. but the team came together in 6 weeks we had a de we delivered a production ready feature so that folks that were remote could still connect with their borrowers over video chat or over just a call to call got it Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Who's responsible for coming up with new ideas? Because you have a pretty, not a large team, but you, I know that you guys are up to about 15, 20 people now. Yes. So you're obviously um, growing. It's, it's a mixed effort. I'm always in front of people, my clients, prospects. I'm the one who's understanding what the market needs are, what the gaps are. So I'm definitely mm -hmm. the one taking it forward and saying, here's here's an opportunity. Here's something we should try doing because this client needs it. But again, it's a collective approach. There's a lot that comes from the technology team, business development team. Like for example, if we were having this call late 2020 or early 2021, and I'd maybe demo my platform to you, it would be like, imagine this click is doing all these five things. Or imagine when I say, look at the screen, there's this fairy tale land that you have to imagine. Now our demos have become so sleek to the point that we use our own platform as the CRM to manage all of our prospects. Wow. So okay. it's, 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 we are using it day in and day out. So now some of the feedback is coming from each one of us when they are using the same feature. I'm like, this is a three-click feature. If we just tweak, tweaked it, it'll be a one-click feature. So okay. a lot of emphasis goes on all of us using our platform uh, to just make it more better. Okay. Right, let's shift gears a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about you. You're the CEO of this company. You're growing. There's obviously you guys have been successful. I mean, I saw some of your clientele, some pretty heavy names that you guys are supporting. Um, what is your like morning routine? Like, I mean, are you waking up at three thirty in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, or do you wake up at ten o'clock in the morning? I mean, I am not. Where, 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 
where, where's Aru's life in all this growth? Okay, I'll tell you. So I'm laughing this hard. A, because I have to laugh every few seconds on this show. You've told me so. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, that's the contract. <laughs> I'm laughing because first time when you said, hey, you have to be on my show. And I was like, if he ever asks me what my routine is, I'm going to definitely make sure I say this. So <laughs> I, 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 my, I was like, oh, my God, my, my most important question is here. Okay. And, and probably nobody on my team, nobody knows what I do. I, I have specific eight minutes that makes me most happy. Let's do so, it. Morning routine, usually 6.30 or 6-ish. Um, I drop my 10-year-old to the school bus by 8. 8 and 8.15, we have our daily stand-ups, which I dial into. And those are the best stand-ups I dial into because I'm not looking at someone. If I'm sitting in a room, I'm distracted. Today, I made, made, I'm just going to be here. Uh, so I'm much happier being on phone calls. So between 8.05 and 8.15, I turn on my music so loud in the car, like no matter what my mood is, I'm, I'm just so very energetic walking into. Before that, I'm grumpy, no matter what coffee I drink, like I'm like, <laughs> I hate my life. I don't know why. One another day I'm doing this, but that's that's my morning Java. Like it's so loud. People so at the red, yeah, red light probably are looking at me and going, oh God, you, why is this this car? shaking so much so that's my eight minute of clear everything so you turn on loud now what kind of music i mean are we talking hip-hop bollywood it's hip-hop bollywood those are the same song and i'm impatient i'm like change 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 oh there's my song it's the same five <laughs> songs that i like but i have to listen through 30 different songs to get those five um but yes god now i feel this podcast is everything because so like, you asked like me for me question. <laughs> for me I, I rotate my songs okay so it's really weird like recently and I think this is Christine Beckwith's fault because she had us do this thing last year but this Justin Timberlake song something about some feeling or whatever that is it got stuck in my ear last summer right so now like when I when I'm doing my workout in the morning like that's my first song that's going to get me all pumped up and I'm like what's wrong with me like I'm a heavy metal, hard rock guy, and I'm listening to Justin Timberlake. You never know. You never know. It's like, am I losing, am I losing my mind? <laughs> so, all right, so now you, I mean, so you did your you did your music. You do this because you're trying to, what, change the state of your mind I'm to get ready to resetting. talk to your, yeah. yeah. Now you're, so you're, you're, you're elevating your mindset. I need that reason. Yeah, I need that reset right. because songs do that to you. They reset you. Like there yeah. are some songs which I've heard and they they play in my mind. And I'm like, I remember my first day getting into Bot Splash and wondering, what the heck? Like, why did I not apply for the next job? Like, wait, what 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 just happened in the last 24 hours? So there's yeah. that song. It plays and I'm like, wow. Yeah. We are so on year five. <laughs> So when when you get that when you get that different state of mind, let's dive into this because this, this is this is my arena. I love this, right? So when you get that different state of mind, you've got you know whatever that song is that from from some Bollywood movie that you love, right? You got all these f amazing colors of red and purple and green flying all over your eyes <laughs> and, and trees. Your 
and yellow, you know what I mean? Or some some guy trying to beg some girl to stay with him on the top of a mountaintop, right? <laughs> so you're seeing all this stuff. You go into this call. I mean, is it a totally different mindset at that point? It is not. I'm so encouraged going into this call. Um, was the call different a year ago when our team was much leaner and everybody were learning? Yes. But nowadays, I'm just listening in and I'm the I'm the last one on the roll call. They're like, Aru, do you have something? I'm like, where's, where's the mute button? Oh, no, nothing. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to these calls for two reasons. A, can I be of help without really working? Okay. And two, are there any roadblocks that I could get out of the way? The roadblocks could be as, hey, you tell me to build feature A, it takes 20 hours. I can give you feature B in five minutes, but it's going to completely suck. So mm. like certain decisions of that sort. It's the product and technology meeting. But we start with that. And my next meeting is business development and then marketing meeting. So it's all by, I, I reach by 8.30, but all the meetings are wrapped up by 9.15. So it's that time is very well spent. That whole one hour is well spent with the meetings. And when I'm okay. at the desk, just get the day rolling. What kind of leader are you? I mean, because you're the leader of this thing, and I kind of heard little little glimpses there of your leadership style, but how would you define your leadership style? Impatient. I have tenacity. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll grind, but I am impatient. Uh, what I mean by that is if we have a good idea and we feel like as a team we should execute, that execution already should start in your mind. It's not something we say, hey, we have a great idea, Friday, 3.15 p.m. Let's just connect after two weeks and see what this idea looks like. Um, if, if it's a wow for all, like come back Monday morning, put something about it. I do not enjoy meetings that are discovery-oriented. Um, I would expect okay. myself to have some to-dos before we get into a meeting and definitely must have to-dos if we leave that meeting or we scratch off what that meeting was about and never talk about it ever again. Um, so, yeah, I'm compassionate yeah. too. I understand things. So when you say impatience, I mean, because I think every every leader of every company, no matter what industry, whether there are, how many people they have, right, there's a certain amount of impatience that you have to have. Mm -hmm. That, you know, it's like you can, you can be compassionate, but you also have deadlines, right? So Absolutely. How, how do you convey your impatience to your team, I guess, right? Because that's where we're going to define that leadership style. The team understands. And I'm bringing back to your first question of we being a married couple in business, including Ramu, everybody understands if I am questioning about a feature, about, about any task, be it sales task, be it any task, that means they are already late. So my request to them is, do not make me question you. Um, give me the updates that you need to give so that I'm not listening to those Bollywood music and thinking Bollywood style. I'm getting cheated here. Like, come on. Yeah. You just made a fool out of me. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. um, deadlines have to be met, whether you're sick, whether your family is sick, whether somebody else is sick. You cannot be a lean team and say, I'm a lean team. I cannot meet your deliverable. But at the same time, we don't 
cut short on what we deliver. We, we, we don't make commitments as, oh, you need this feature. You're the most awesome client. Let me make this happen in five days or five hours. Mm -hmm. We have two week sprints. It'll go through there. It'll make it happen. Uh, but I would like the red flag to be held sooner in those two week process than at the we are 48 hours from deploying and I did not ask you a very important question. Um, so things happen. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think your team sees you as a leader? I would love to say you should ask them this, but I think they understand the pressure that I am in mm-hmm. when I bring things to them. So I'm trusting them to make sure I'm not hurt because I'm not I'm not nice when I'm hurt. Okay. That's my, my 10 year old will tell you, anybody <laughs> will tell you, I am not a nice person when I am hurt. Now I've known you, I think on and off for what, two, three years, right? So mm-hmm. I, I've never seen the hurt side of you, I guess. That's a good thing, right? Because I've only seen the That's absolutely side. good thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I combat with it differently. Um, I'll tell you though, when I am extremely hurt, my best go-to is, hey, Fabi, how are you doing? How many times have I not just been like, hey, how are you? And and mm-hmm. that's I've got my list on like LinkedIn, texting. Some people are like, why do you even text me? I'm like, just making sure you're alive. Like, yeah, that's so cool because that, that's the human touch. Yes. No matter, how, touch. No matter how tech savvy we ever become, I try to you tell people, touch. Always, yeah, it's always going to be the human touch that, that we're all craving. Yes. That, so I know I've gotten a few texts from you on LinkedIn and you're like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah, happy new year. <laughs> I mean, the other side of it is I've noticed over time there are there are my my contacts sometimes have much worse situation than the hurt that I'm suffering at that time or grieving about that time. So mm-hmm. it changes the perspective. Um, I think we are all most likely, and this is one of the things maybe I don't go too much on Facebook. Sometimes you see green, beautiful, lovely party world and you're like, God, I, I, when do I do that? Why am I working mm-hmm. this way? But you you know, work is what you like. There, everybody drops things and work is not something like I like to drop. Others prefer dropping something else in their life. So for me, the social life is important, but it's, it's in that industry and things. So I try to make myself not feel happy or feel sad with how better is somebody else doing in my network. But when I am sad and I know somebody is in a much worse situation, that's kind of uplifting um, to be a support for them. Let's let's be honest. In the community that you and I come from, the Southeast Asian community, work is priority. I mean, you don't get fed. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about this. It's such a high level, right? I mean, you got your education, then you got your work. You got your marriage, you got your family. You know what I mean, but I don't know about you, but that's the kind of the ranking that I remember. <laughs> that's the ranking. If you have to be Jeff Bezos, but guess what? Here's here's all the boundaries and scopes that you're going to be into. But you got to be Jeff Bezos, or it'll right. be nice if you're Jeff Bezos. So right. yeah, um, fortunately, it was it wasn't too hard or. Not too many restrictions, I would say, on my end. Going back to a little bit of my personal life, I am, I am, we were three sisters. I'm the third, okay, probably an accidental child because the difference between my 
sisters and me is 12 and 14 mm. so i've got three moms growing up um and it feels the same so it yes i i got to be the lucky one who could yeah. be rebellious and do what i wanted to do <laughs> trust me i was number 6 you know i mean they almost named me uh oh <laughs> So it was more it was, similarities among the two of us than we would have realized yeah, I mean, to pick out on. So. When, you, when, when you're number six, I mean, they've they've given up. It's like whatever, just they've feed yourself. Up, yeah. There's the bathroom. There's a free, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure life. <laughs> All right, I want to end this thing. I want to come back to business, right? Because there was a a quote that I caught you on that I loved, and okay. I wanted to talk about this for the last few minutes. And it's your quote was. Customers are not one-time consumers. We provide a framework to come back and re-engage with them, right? So to me, I've been on the engagement hunt for the past three to four years. Mm-hmm. Whether it's employees, whether it's consumers, whether it's my personal life, right? It's like there seems to be a lack of engagement. And the lack of engagement seems to come from a lack of focus and clarity, because we're bombarded with different things. Like, you know, you go on Facebook, it's like all these happy things. And then next thing you know, you forget about what you're actually trying to work on. <laughs> How are you guys bringing people back and re-engaging with them in the framework of Bot Splash? Sure. Um, so A, as we said, we try to bring multiple channels to the place. So that let's say, for example, our client is listed on one of the popular marketplaces for the customer. It's a rate table. They don't want to engage with you, but they just love your logo and are like, hmm, this this is attractive. Let me go to my favorite Google and search about them. When they search on Google, maybe they are on their phone and they see something as, hey, chat with this lender on that search result. Mm -hmm. You still haven't spent anything because that rate table hasn't been clicked, done nothing. But the fact that you're telling them you can engage through the Google search results, that's one way of bringing them in. The oh. other way would be when you're doing retargeting on either social media or even, even simple things as with texting, when you get an app, you have their information. Even small things as happy birthday message or happy anniversary on closing your home. We are so mm-hmm. happy or happy third anniversary, maybe fifth anniversary because you're five on arm and it's about time you, you talk back to us. So those mm. kind of things, right? Uh, making it easy to categorize these groups, uh, also making it easy. What kinds of conversations might help them to do better? Sometimes you see trends and and on the platform because you see where this consumer is coming from, what might their interests be based on the location, you can have certain widgets that might help you make those conversations better. I think one thing we can agree on is if if your first engagement is not strong, the re-engagement, retargeting will only go that far. But if your first Mm -hmm. engagement is strong, you you've got them for life. It's it's like your consultant or you like your financial advisor. Nobody wants financial advisors because everybody's selling stuff and taking away your money. But if you right. meet that person, you're going to listen to them for life. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so often we lack engagement. You know what I mean? And and we think like our you know this kind of connects to what I just said earlier. We think the CRM is going to take care of it. We think this is going to take care of it. And, 
and it's got like autopilot, like I should be okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the rates go up. Yep. And I know loan officers who are panicking right now, right? Like, and it's like, well, what have you been doing for the last two years? Have you been engaging with the with your database? Have you been engaging with your realtor referrals? Have, you know what I mean? And none of that was happening because they thought that the CRM was going to engage for them. And that's the whole thing, right? And I recently read this somewhere. The whole machine learning thing, AI, it's, it's supposed to do things that are mundane. Like remind you, you have to go 530 because your child is going to wait for you. Like start mm. driving. The traffic is X, Y, Z. It's Excellent. not supposed to tell you of your 100 people just because initial pattern said these five are going to close because they like baseball or basketball and you're somebody who likes it. That that pattern, that that's a bias. Mm. Like that's that's not a machine learning itself. At that point, it's a biased decision saying because in the past you had affinity towards people who enjoy the same game, now the CRM is just going to bring you back the same people because guess what? COVID's here. Nobody's going and watching games in person or people are not having a good network at home because everybody's working from home. There's no, there's no baseball affinity. So yeah. I think AI, AI, machine learning models all have to be used in places like, let's say, the loan officer says, would 11 a.m. tomorrow work for you? And if the borrower says yes, take that and schedule the appointment. But don't be someone who sends a text at 10 a.m. saying, hey, I'm free in an hour. Should I call you? Hmm. I'm free in an hour. Should I like don't proactively react, but. When you get a genuine, strong intent input, make your machine work instead of you. Yeah, that's, you know what, that's that's genius. I mean, I, I, I just hope that people understand what you just said because that is huge. That is huge. So I was Arun, talking plain English with a good I, accent. Yeah, I no, but, so. I mean, but you, you don't understand. I mean, a lot, you know, I don't want to get into this, but only 5% of the people actually do what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's another show you know i mean that's a totally different show we'll take it offline i i can understand <laughs> aru thank you so much for taking the time and, and being with us today um and you know i hope you that uh, the best for bot splash and i hope you guys do well in charlotte and and uh, once again thank you so much for being on the show with us john thanks bobby and next time you come in Please stop by. We oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'm going to be in Charlotte hopefully sometime before the end of the year. Let's do that. Thank All you. right, JT. Get us out of here, brother. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Laugh, Lend, and Eat, the podcast. You can now enjoy Fabi's article, Laugh, Lend, and Eat, featured in the Vision magazine. Please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, where each month we are giving away some swag for our lucky listener to show off. Thank you to our sponsors for their continued support. First Option Mortgage, and One Good One Recruiting. And remember, you have to be something, so be kind.